Yo, what up? Another episode of the No Label Combo with my boy Nell here. What up? What up? We got another special guest here. Friend, uh, rapper, producer, songwriter, um, video director. (laughs) Just found out. (laughs) Uh, Our boy Marl, what up, bro? What's What's going on with y'all? What's going on with y'all? I'm happy to be here. Yes, sir. Watching y'all for a little minute. Um, Word, you can show a love, appreciate it, man. Oh, got to. Yeah, my guy. Yeah, so we, it's funny, like we met, we met at, uh, at school, right? Yeah, yeah. So, shout out to y'all. You know what I mean? Some yeah. of y'all. <laughs> not some really. of y'all. Some of y'all. People yeah. not the campus. Yeah. At all. So like. I went. I signed up for school. I was like, "Yo, I'm done with music. I'm not fucking with none of this no more. Like, I'm good." So I go get some food. I hear some people in the cut talking about music. I'm like, "I'm like, who these dudes think they know they they talking about?" So I pull up. We just just hop in the conversation. Next thing you know, I'm in a five hour conversation. Like five hours go by. We just talking about music from from who have who not to the dynamics of making it, the artists, local artists, and all that. Yeah. So after that, after where'd you I, say y'all was at? We was, at, uh, we was in Cranston. Oh, okay. <laughs> we was in Cranston. Yeah. So then after after sitting, talking to this group, I'm like, what's your name, bro? He's like, oh, oh damn, the boys call me Maro. I'm like, okay, bro. I'm like, yeah. And we've been cool ever since. Man, that conversation, it was like to the point where people was who was in the beginning of the conversation was leaving and going to classes and coming back and we were still there sitting in the same spot. Yeah, dog. <laughs> like, talking, but yeah, definitely. Like, and from that point on, like, Nels put me on the like mad different local artists that I didn't know I ended up going to the uh, shack and then mm-hmm. like when I went there they was like oh yeah Nell's been talking about you for a minute and it was mm-hmm. like oh yeah I've been meaning to come here I don't know why <laughs> but like you know situations like that been happening it's, it's just been dope networking man yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for a fact it's just a one person way. linked me with a whole bunch of other people who linked me with a whole bunch of other people where the divine so, time and you like you'll, yeah. you'll be put in the right spot at the right time and yeah. everything gonna come together man for a fact so, so like we said that now you introduced you as rapper, producer, all that. So what did you first start out do to, doing when you got into music? So I got into music real early and like when I was a little kid and we was just rapping at that point, like mm-hmm. having rap battles and all that, you know, all that typical stuff yeah, you're, yeah. you're going to hear. Mm-hmm. Like at the lunch table. Yeah, yeah. Like that. <laughs> all that. But then I started like making beats on the table. And then, like, growing up, like, I ended up seeing my cousins making beats and my uncle, he a, a gospel producer and... My dad was a producer and artist and all that stuff. And then I just was like, I don't know. Let me see what making beats is like. Mm-hmm. So then I just started making beats from there. I was 12 years old. Dope. And then from that point on, I started investing in my own stuff off the dinosaur computer to my own <laughs> laptop to my own desktop and all that, you know, and growing from there. So it was rapping. But when I officially started doing music, it was producing. producing. And that's the first love still to this day. Like producing and engineering as well, mixing yeah. all that. Mixing, yeah, but just more so making a beat. Because mixing, yeah. like, sometimes you got to be an engineer and listen to people, yeah. trash music, and mm, still got to, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, over and over again. Oh, like, I don't even... <laughs> you know that but, engineer struggle. Yeah. I, don't, yeah, I don't know too many people that's trash, so I didn't really have to deal with that mm. specifically, but just to hear the same song over and over again, and it's something I don't feel like listening to anymore, mm. but I have to. It's, it's tedious but making the beats is different cause like I'm I, I'm 100% control of that like yeah. I I create the vibe of what's going on there so mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Weird. That's dope. Is the music what brought you to Fredonia, or were you like studying something else? So music brought me to Fredonia because you know everybody like Fredonia is his musical school mm-hmm. and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But little did they tell me. I get in there and they say to get into the music program where you're going to be in the studios, you got to play four foreign pieces on an instrument mm-hmm. while reading sheet music and all this. I'm like, Classical yo, I just shit. want to mix down shit. I don't, <laughs> why do I have to learn that? So mm-hmm. I ended up just doing audio communications. And that's kind of where I made the mistake. Because at that point, I could have, I should have just went in there for something else. Like okay. went in there for film or went in there for something else that I didn't know I'd be doing right now. Right. But... I just went for audio communications. I learned a few things there, but there wasn't nothing that I really wanted to learn. So I was mostly learning all that stuff on your own anyway. Exactly. I was. Mm-hmm. That's where me not going to class and just sitting in my room and making beats and engineering and recording just just took took control. I was really only there for experiences like me, and you, yeah. me, and my managers in and Kimon. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out, shout to out to engineers. air quality. Shout out yeah. to air quality. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Uh, but. It was just that. But once I left, I ended up going to NCCC, which is um, right Niagara County Community College. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And from there, I went to the music program, which was 10 times cheaper. It was only $2,500. I was paying mm-hmm. $20,000 to go to Fredonia. <laughs> yeah. Boom. It was cheaper. In a week, I learned so much about reverbs. I learned so much about all this other stuff. I was actually in the studio messing with, like, $5,000 mics. You know yeah, what I mean? That's so, fire. like, I'm like... Okay, why wasn't I doing this like <laughs> in the jump. first place? And then my refund checks was like thousands of dollars. I was like, yo, come that come I, up. It was a two hour bus ride. I don't refund checks, man. Used to go all out on them shits. Yeah. yeah. So, so you said you was uh, like engineering and recording. Like you were recording people like in the dorms and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So like I was recording a couple artists. Like shout out my boy Point Guard. You know that was like yeah. my main artist. I was recording. Uh, my boy Brando came up for a few times. Dope. If y'all don't know Brando, Fraser Brando. Listen out for him Like he's He's like the Lil Wayne of Buffalo I'm just gonna say it now okay. And that's a dude That say Myron made it Fucking happen On Attack too Okay mm. But listen out for him For real for real but, uh, So like how slow Is he the Lil Wayne of Buffalo Like In what aspect You you ever heard a song A beat And Lil Wayne Get on a hook And they just Immediately change How you listen to the song Yeah Like mm-hmm. Lil Wayne Kind of got like A vocal texture That like kind of Cut through a mix And it kind of mm-hmm. like Add to the song That's the same way With Brando Like okay. he From a verse He has spit a crazy verse And like Even though he kinda Do the little Like melodic stuff He's actually He he has say A clever bar In that joint Like mm-hmm. he said like And one song He said like uh, My He said uh, What he say He said uh, My bars My bars uh, it but you'll float too like Georgie or some shit like that like he I can't remember exactly what he said <laughs> mm-hmm. but he'll be saying technical shit like that that make you think mm-hmm. but it's still something a way you want to hear it which is a lot of pro- a problem that a lot of people have who rap technical is yeah. like they'll have all these lyrics and you don't want to hear the song because yeah, it's hard to digest yeah. yeah it's just like okay there's nothing else to it but he got he got a lot of dynamic uh, energy to him, so I'm gonna check him out. Definitely, yeah. Fracture Brando. That's that's the boy right there. Bet, um, bet we gonna look out for you. But uh, yeah, so like he came up there. My brother Vod came up there. Another one to look up, uh, look up for. Um, then uh, you know, my boy Ice. He came through. Mm-hmm. My boy Jo. Another one. If he would, if you take it serious, like he could be another one. Like he a fashion guy, man. He got time. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's that. But like even, but that would help his music too. Like because mm-hmm. that's another thing people look at when they looking at uh, artists that they look for. It's just the the drip and everything. Like yeah, that's a look. fact. Yeah, that's so. a fact. So like, 
So you were no longer okay. So you had the artists coming into the dorms, yeah. recording them, mixing them down. At what point were you just like, okay, I'm done with the school shit. Like I'm gonna walk away. I'm gonna take this music stuff serious, like full time. The end of the semester, well, the beginning of the semester when I first got there, I was like, <laughs> I, when I seen my classes and I seen the type of stuff I was about to be learning, I'm like, I'm not interested in this. So this is I at Fredonia or at Intrip? At Fredonia. No, mm. at Intrip. It was more so I needed money, so I just I needed to work full time from that point on. Like I was trying to get a car, I was trying to, you know, kind of grow up yeah. in a sense. So like I just I just stopped going to school and just started doing music and working full time. But um, I, I did love and trip. Like I would go back if anything, but it's too late now. But not it's never you. too late. But I ain't think about that right now. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but um, from Fredonia, it was more so the fact that I wasn't learning. It wasn't. I, I feel like I learned all I could learn while I was there, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. No, no, that's like, a fact. I got, I reached my limit there. And I, it's just, I needed, like, you know, mental health started going down and just, meant, like, you, not, useless shit started happening. Like so, being there was starting to grow. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I just had to go uh, grow and, or go and grow. And I was missing a whole bunch of shit. Like, I missed Vibrations twice. I, the one time I go to Vibrations, I meet keys and whatever and he like invited us to Atlanta and stuff like mm-hmm. shit like that was happening yeah. so it's like at that point it's just I knew being there wasn't the wasn't the thing for me facts I mean, yeah we used to have a lot of conversations about yeah. uh the community for like how being at school can like stunt your growth as far right. as expanding musically because like I know I dropped out of school because I was like they, they ain't teaching me shit right. <laughs> and then it's like it came to a point where I was doing music stuff and I was like okay let me go back to try to figure just figure it out a lot of people go through that very process and mm-hmm. don't know necessarily how to juggle it so if you listen to this that's like that's definitely like a lot of artists go through that like a lot yeah. of people so definitely trust your gut you know what i'm saying do it and like i i remember you was telling me a lot of the uh like placements and stuff that you was getting in mm-hmm. the network i'm like what you doing here bro like yeah, you, don't your, yeah. you don't get out of here bro like yo it was like it was so crazy I, it was one placement it fell through low-key but it but it still happened yeah. but the, the situation was that like if i would have been able to just get back home easier it would i that dream would have took off like people mm-hmm. was inviting me to studio sessions and you know what i mean it was just it was just crazy but i ended up missing those chances mm-hmm. so I mean, now it's like same people. If they would see it, they would like love to go back to it. But I'll just be too forward. Like I don't yeah. be looking back like that. Yeah. So like, at what, at what year in your career did you like start taking it serious? You would say you started like gaining those bigger connections, and like um, where you seem like, oh no, I could really take it far with this. Twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. I say twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. So like, how many years in were you as far as? At really this taking point, beat making and music like, serious. I was two years in, like years. really, as in really like taking it independent. Got my bought my all equipment, got like a project out a little bit. It was like a little two track EP called Too Easy. It it wasn't nothing big, but <laughs> on SoundCloud. Yeah, yeah, it was on SoundCloud. I don't even think it's still up. I, I think I took that joint <laughs> down. It was a way different sound than what I be doing nowadays. Yeah. So it was. I just was like, nah. But um. Then we did the project with Ian and Kiman, uh, uh, Welcome to 7-Eleven with Air Quality. Mm-hmm. Then we did that project, and that was, yeah, that was 2017, too. And that's when, like, I started really, like, coming into my own and really, like, saying, okay, boom, this is my first thing on streaming platforms right now, and my name is on it. And it's just mm-hmm. like, wow, like, <laughs> at yeah, that point. all over that shit. Yeah, yeah, it was like, all right, boom, let me, let me, just, let me just take this and run with it, because this is obviously where I need to be. Yeah, yeah. even, even, like, 
you saying like you met when you met Keys. Yeah. Like he got a number one hit right like right yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> like that's that's little signs like that is just like yo. That's right. the universe like telling you, yo, take it serious. Like, yo, you can do I knew cause when I first started hearing your beats, I'm like, like what? Like this shit is crazy, bro. Like <laughs> I know like and I know how when a person taking their stuff serious, like they serious about the music and the crap, I'm like, oh yeah, they they out of here. Like right. all they need is to meet the right people. And I'm like, I'd be more than happy help like happy yeah. to help you do that. Cause it's like our city, our city, we see amazing artists come out of here all the time. Like and now it's like we're finally getting that worldwide recognition yeah. from good thanks to West, uh Benny, all of the Griselda, RIP DJ Shea. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah, long yeah, yeah so it's like it's it's here. It's here now. So it's like it's it's a beautiful it's really a beautiful right. thing to see. And, yeah, and with that like it was the first day of the um of the uh fest the festival of vibrations and like mm-hmm. they was having like a a talk, I guess it was him, another manager and a few different other people, uh, you know, higher in the game a mm-hmm. little bit. They was sitting in there and having a conversation. Now, me and my team, like, me and Air Quality, we, we the first ones in that drink. I got my, <laughs> we, I'm even helping set up. Like, I ain't even getting paid for it. Like, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, y'all need this table to be moved here and there, whatever. I just got off work, still got my, like, dressed up stuff mm-hmm. on, because I was working at a bank at the time. Had my laptop with all my beats. <laughs> I, I was just, I was ready. Got my, humble, yeah. got my humble, yeah. Yeah, so first one's there, everybody leave, we the last ones to leave. I'm like, yeah. I go up to him, I'm like, yo, I, I want to play you some beats. Is that cool? They like, he like, yeah, that's cool. Boom, uh, the people, you know, DZ Williams and all that, they mm-hmm. let me hook up to the DJ system. I played beats instantly, started turning people heads around. Like, yeah. the people that was leaving was like, oh, the party's still going? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, there we go. At that point, he said, oh, yeah, you got something, or you got something, or you working on something good, or whatever, whatever he was saying. And uh, at that point, my manager, Ian, had more conversations with him because he liked the people person. I'm mm-hmm. more of a person that's going to sit back and let my music Yeah, you're play. creative. And if I talk yeah. if I talk to people, it's because I know, like, we've, we, I know you or whatever. You're already comfortable kinda, like, with them. stick sure. to that. Yeah. yeah. But um, Ian had that conversation, and next thing you know, a relationship got built with him. Um, and it's been like that with a few other people too. So it's just it's just amazing how shit happened like that. Hell so yeah. backtrack to how you ended up linking up with Air Quality. Then I'm assuming that happened started at Fred. That started yeah. at Fredonia too. <laughs> so basically, uh, I came in with the EDP program, uh, Educational mm-hmm. Development Program. Directed well, it was directed by uh, David White at the time. Shout out Shout to him, Mr. White. Yeah, that's my guy. Um, so at that point, Ian was a PA, and he was telling me he wanted to be a um, he wanted to be a manager. And I was at the time I was independent. I was like, Nah, I don't. I don't want no manager. I want to manage myself. I don't want nobody else hand in the pot. Mm-hmm. I, I don't blame myself for thinking like that at the time. Understandable. I, I just, I, I'm just me and, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, like, I don't, I didn't want to give anybody else, like, a piece of the pie yet. Because I'm just now getting it, you know, figured yeah, out. Yeah, let me figure out what I got first. Yeah. Like. Um, and even that, I just always thought that I was only going to have myself. I was only going to be for myself at all times. Mm-hmm. But growing up, like, you know, he uh, being a PA, helping out with other stuff, kind of like building a rapport as an older brother first off um situations happened in uh edp where we took the mattresses from this empty suite 
we put them in a closet and we just started recording. Like we had the whole studio during the whole summer. Like <laughs> it was it was just crazy. Like we we, had, we was recording like crazy. Um, me and Marcus Arthur, that's another one of my boys. Like we recorded this song Hourglass there. That was fire and it's still fire to this day. Um, but yeah, that happened. We almost got in trouble for that. Ian covered up for us. Like he, That's he didn't it. even say nothing about it. Like he, he seen it happen. He was sitting there while we was recording, didn't say nothing to nobody. That's valid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Nelson the, with a snitch. You was an IRA yeah. too, right? Oh, <laughs> Nelson yeah. with a snitch. Never, <laughs> never. I've never yeah. said the things I saw in that game. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So we ended up getting like they, we ended up. Mr. White found out about it. And he like brought it up in the meeting. We just all nervous and stuff, like looking around, like who gonna say who did it. But um, he ended up not being mad. He was just like, put them joints back whenever y'all done. I don't care. Cause we wasn't hurting nobody. We was yeah. just making music. Like if anything, y'all was staying out of trouble. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Everybody else could be breaking curfew and all that. What they want to. I'm in there making beats and rapping. I don't care about none of that. Word. That's, so that's what's up. Um, that happened after the program and he stopped being a PA it was kind of easier to be a older brother because like he's not an authority figure at that mm-hmm. point mm-hmm. when you going into the program and you see an authority figure you like oh I can't I can't smoke around this dude because really he don't tell yeah. yeah but then after that after it was like okay boom not authority figure he not a PA no more he just like just this dude then it's like alright cool we like Chilling, vibing. We over at their house, him and Kima house, because then at that point he introduced us to everybody else. We mm-hmm. like making music, vibing, and like it's just it was just ever since then the trust has just been building. And then it was a certain point. I'm not really remember. I'm not sure of what the exact point was, but at a certain point after the whole um, after the whole 7-Eleven project, it was just it just made sense for them to be my management because. Mm-hmm they have my back just like I have my own back mm-hmm. and just like I would have my brother back you know what I mean so Word. it just makes sense so did you see how uh, the difference before and after as far as like your progression as an artist to become better with, with a team and now you got a team behind you yeah and yeah cause yeah, I, 100% yeah a lot of people go on like artists they don't necessarily know it cause they never had it mm-hmm. and then it's like the process of creating a team around you and management that it's it's not the easiest if they don't know how to you don't know how to go about it like being in the right place at the right time you happen to be at school meet some people that was cool and then Mm -hmm. it it evolved into a management type situation exactly so like yeah like i noticed that when uh i was like i was like you you got a good management team i started hearing i heard uh the pop-out beat on the radio i was like i was like and i hear Oh, like every week I'm like here I'm like yeah. yo that's fire I'm like okay them boys doing, doing them right over there like yeah. that's what's good yeah that and that came together cause like we did the whole the whole song with Amber how we mm-hmm. made we made history with WBOK on you know first local artist to be on the 7 at 7 and it wasn't at 7 which was dope <laughs> <laughs> yeah but after that situation like Ian and Kimon they was like yo we should talk to Steel see about getting pop out on the radio I was like Nah, I, I ain't really, I ain't really trying to do all that. I mm-hmm. ain't, I ain't tripping because Pop Out Low Key isn't my, it's like my least favorite song I made. To be honest, For real? Yeah. why is that? I don't know. It's just like when I made it, I made that joint two years ago. It was a freestyle. I was playing with PS4. I was in a party with my boys, <laughs> but I like came across a sample and then I just made the beat and made the whole song right there. And it was fire. In but the party? It, yeah, in the party. <laughs> in the party. Like that shit was crazy. 
But um, it was fire. But it's just like I got so like the older I got, the more like stuff I would say in my songs that kind of makes sense to where I'm at, mm. like mentally. That song like, was kind of dated to you yeah. as to where you are at that point. Exactly. Like Papa was like. Uh, uh, that makes sense uh, yeah. So I was just like uh, Alright cool But nowadays I be listening to like The stuff I got planned For the future mm-hmm. um, I, Last night I announced A project that I'm Releasing in the fall Dope So like this, You announced the name too? Oh yeah Tomorrow Song Tomorrow Song Like that's yeah. Number one To help people remember That my name is Maro And not Muro Or whatever they be saying Cause I be getting So Maro <laughs> with a V Yeah be asking yeah. me That shit too Yeah It be wild But um Yeah It's It's You know uh, The fall I'm thinking about November So far it's nine Between nine and seven tracks Oh Yeah So um But Entirely yeah. produced by you two? For the most part Let me Let me think Is it entirely produced by me? Yeah, yeah, it's entirely produced by me, but I got like collaborative producers too, mm-hmm. like people yeah. that I, I did collabs with. Um, shout out to Shizzy Shar, um, she did one. Shout out my boy Kim Moore, he did one. Like it's just an endless list of a whole bunch of collabs that went into it. Dope. Um, but yeah, it was supposed to be released last year, but <laughs> I, I had to st- I had to put a hold on it because everything started sounding dated again. So mm. I was is yeah. Yeah, well, that's that's important. Like you always keep yeah. creating, so you don't you never behind on your sound. Yeah, and like that's that's what I thought like was dope. I remember we was pitching the concept to me like a yeah. while back, and it was like tomorrow sounds so, like you create in a way, not necessarily yeah, right in that way. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. It's just an introduce an introduction of which I'm gonna be seeing more of because mm-hmm. I w- I played the background for about a year and a half now. Like I did one release, I, I released Tis, and mm-hmm. I did a couple like stuff as a producer, but. Me as an artist, like y'all haven't heard that for a while now, so it's like coming back out and reintroducing what y'all about to hear mm-hmm. um, tomorrow worldwide. It's just about to be a takeover. So, Dope. at the end of the day, yeah, that's what I like to see. I like to hear all that shit. Yeah. So, let me think. When you've been, rec- you were say you were recording. Who were some local artists that you that you've worked with? I know you've talked about. You said Amber. Yeah, Amber Simone. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wait. I'm sorry. I actually um, stepped off topic. Uh, with with the whole um, thing with Pop Out. Mm-hmm. I'm, when I made that song, um, I just didn't feel like putting it on the radio. That's where I was at my back. Mm-hmm. And uh, what happened was we was in a parking lot, and it was after a showcase, and Steel was out there, and Steel was like, "Oh yeah, whatever. Oh, you produced that Amber song, blah blah blah." Then uh, my managers, key, or really particular to Kimai, he was just like in, in still face, like yo, like I, we we got this song, we got we got music, we trying to put on the uh, radio. I'm just sitting in the back, I'm like, yeah man, I don't know why he doing all this, man. I ain't even trying. But um, yeah, Kimai was just like persistent, like yo yo, yo, what's your email? What's your email? Blah blah blah. Still gave us his email, and ever since that, even still was blown away. Like we Dope. sent him like five tracks, and he just was like, wow, like. Mm-hmm. We need you on WBOK tomorrow, type shit. Yeah, I'm still, man. Yeah, that's yeah. dope. Thank you, thank you. It was such a for a crazy long time. No local artist could like really break that wall. Yeah, that was there. Like we, it, that used to be the number one complaint in the city was like mm-hmm. WBOK will don't play our our stuff. Like, mm-hmm. and it was like a lot of it came back. Like we got to get our business stuff right. We like nobody had their song ready. You ain't have your song registered. You ain't got stuff copyrighted, so you mm-hmm. can't even collect royalties if, if they were allowed to play so it's like the fact like your management team had everything in place 
for you to get the win. You know what right. I'm saying? And like that's that's what I've seen that was so dope and important of just having the right people around you right. and keeping yeah, shit I was straight. Yours and um, Dre Cash Chips joint is the only ones I've heard. On the on radio on the wild, Where, yeah, yeah, I, shoot, I appreciate that. Drake Cash, he be going up too. Like his management, like his management team is real dope too. Yeah, like, yeah. like that's, it's just perfect. But with my management team, it's more like a partnership. So like I, I, I just take care of my music side. Like mm-hmm. I go ahead and I do the registration, I do the distribution for myself and everything like that. They help me where they wherever I need help at. So like if I say. Boom! I yo, this artist in Toronto want to link up and do something and they like, oh, okay, boom. Ian, the first person, okay, boom, boom. Airbnbs cost how much? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, boom. You need to go here. You need to do this. Like, they Valid. just they just fill in everything that I needed done, and that's and I'm more of an independent person, so that's just perfect for me. Dope. Because they just they just do everything. I I can just focus on my music. I can yeah, just so focus on my shoulders. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and that's what a lot of artists gotta understand is that management does not necessarily mean oh we're taking your money. Management <laughs> means I'm helping you where you need help at, so you can just get the best sound and you can just focus on your music. Mm-hmm. Depends on who your manager is too. For yeah, sure. facts. facts, facts, facts. Trust definitely gotta be there. I yeah. say let's let's talk about let's let's say that everybody may not be familiar with your music. Like, what? How long did it take you to develop your sound and like how would you describe it? Um, oh, that's a good one. Uh, so, as far as how long it took me to develop the sound I use, or not the sound I use, but the sound I, I provide, um, I say as long as I've been doing music, like, because it's still growing. Like, it, I can't really say it's been a certain time limit. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I say it's been since I was in college and I listened to birds in the trap singing brian mcknight mm-hmm. and it was like a eli sauce trade project and it was like mm, ever eli since sauce is tough yeah, he slept on yeah yeah highly slept on it was sleepers for the week that was the first mm-hmm. project i feel like i can just play throughout the whole project and not skip one song but mm-hmm. like different artists like that was kind of like and then like people don't like them but I, li- I love ugly god like artists like that too like they have like thanks ugly god but like yeah he got some verse like when he yeah. go, when he's featuring other people's tracks I always like his verse but yeah. I don't listen to his stuff on my own he be spitting right. like, he, yeah he just he be spitting but it's just like how like how he just don't care like he just mm-hmm. he just do his own stuff like mm-hmm. he don't he don't care even if he on other people's songs. He just don't care. He just do his own type of his own Word. flow. Yeah. Um. But like, at, like it's just been around like 2017 is where I really kind of found my like found myself within all that, like, hearing all that, listening to, constantly listening to um Timberland uh Timberland Instagram videos when he making beats and like mm-hmm. combining everything I've been I was seeing. So I say it was been 2017 up to this point where I officially like got a grasp on who I was as a pro- producer and artist. Yeah. So so at what point did you say you switched your song? Because you said the pop out song. Oh yeah. You didn't really like that because I was like the old you and kind of dated. So what at what point did you switch to a different song? So the pop out. When I say pop out was dated, I'm not necessarily talking about the sound. I'm talking about like. Stuff the lyrics, I'm saying, the content. Yeah, the, the content of it. Like the sound is kind of. I ain't gonna say it's the same sound because it's never really the same sound. But mm-hmm. it's like it's along. It's still the same, same like, yeah. dark kind of like kind of ballpark. But that was mm-hmm. pop out. What I will say is a is an element and is uh is a baby of everything I've been learning. 
So it's just it's just the the project X or the if that makes sense. The, okay, yeah, the beginning, that. the beginning, yeah. the beginning of everything. Yeah, that was when I first seen like you, you the first song I seen you really do numbers. Yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. looking. I was like, it was like fifty, fifty k on. Yeah, that's uh, SoundCloud. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's forty eight k on SoundCloud right now. I was like, wow. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I got my first refund or not refund check. I was stupid. Uh, <laughs> what you call a royalty check? Yeah. I was just like, wow. Like, and that was just like two weeks ago. I was like sitting there like, damn. Yeah, yeah like this music. Yeah, I'm like, I, 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 I might <laughs> have to start having having everything registered. Your music. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. You could be doing all them features, but if you ain't got your stuff registered, you ain't got your name in the system. You ain't getting them royalty checks. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but to go back into like what kind of art, well, what artists I was working with um, locally, mm-hmm. I'm gonna definitely say like Kane Wave. We just uh, Lover Boy that project. Yeah, we just, yeah. I just did like five on there, and that yeah, we, we could talk about. Yeah, we gonna talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That uh, shoot, uh, my boy Vibe Brando, like I was telling y'all earlier mm-hmm. before. Um, my boy uh, Forchino, he's a new artist that's coming out. Doughboys, they're a new artist that's coming out. They're gonna mm-hmm. take people by surprise. Okay. Um, is uh, Joff? We got Gang in that joint. That joint, mm-hmm. another one I've been on the radio crazy. Uh-huh. Like, uh, it's just it's. I mean, practice. Uh, my boy. I, I was gonna cut it off there, but it's just so many people. Like my boy uh, Street Soprano, that's my godbrother. Mm-hmm. He shout out to BSF. Um, I got like uh, me and Drake Cash actually actually was talking about working on some. We about to link soon. I got that's, stuff that's with I got stuff with Slime Shack. You yeah, know, yep. games. Yeah, we got a project we was working on. Mm-hmm. I got like it's just like so everybody like everywhere. It's easier to say like I don't know. It's easier to say like I've been working with a lot of people throughout this whole year and a half where I just haven't been going to school Dope. so when I, since I've been back home it's just been constantly working 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 oh JC um, I just mm-hmm. did one for his project too okay, uh, that dope. he just recently dropped nice. so like it's, it's just been so many so much work going on like I just so keep yeah. your name off there yeah thank you thank you I got to work. I got to yeah and it's like I noticed like when I heard Waves project I was like I was like oh this shit is like yeah. I was, I've been waiting to hear y'all, y'all get together, and it's like all the yeah. favorite. Like every track I heard that happened to my family, like I'm like, who produces that? Of course. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, this course isn't the first time y'all worked together on this project, is it? Uh, me and Wave. Yeah. Um, nah, we did the the joint with Gaines. Uh, what we do? Uh, it was a track star. Okay. Yeah, I've heard y'all together before. Yeah. Yeah. He, we, we was on track star together, but like before that, this was like the first mm-hmm. like official. Music that we was making, and those 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 sessions was crazy. Like we, cause he lived like like real close to me, and like closer than I even expected. So when I when we first pulled up, I first pulled up to his house for a session. I'm at this point I was walking and riding my bike everywhere, so I had all my equipment on my back mm-hmm. and my book bag and on my my mic stand in my yeah. hand. I walk in, I'm Just like, yo, bro, you, I was like, you live mad close. What the hell? We set up, <laughs> and like boom, we just started knocking out tracks. And then it's just gas in the air. You got the beats playing. I'm just looping the same sample. And then I'm making whatever beat to it. And then GNL come from it. And then, like, you know, all this mm-hmm. other stuff. Like, it's just So you crazy. said you produced how many? Five? It, I think it was five. It was five or four. So it was GNL. GNL. Um, it was cameras. It was thank you. And then it was um, only one. And I'm trying to think. Uh, oh, no love too. So yeah, no, no, no love was the first one. 
Mm-hmm. No Love was the first single that he dropped to it. My bad. I forgot about that one. Yeah, I think yeah, I heard, definitely heard that as a single. Yeah, no Love GNL was my favorite joint. Yeah, yeah, GNL. I, like, I listen, it's been like about a month and a half since I listened to the whole project. Mm-hmm. Or like maybe two months or three months. So the other day I was driving and uh, I just had my phone on, or yeah, my phone on shuffle through Apple Music. And like, yeah, no, no. that GNL joint came mm-hmm. on. I was like, oh shit, this yeah. shit still rock. I was like, damn. Yeah, that's, that's, that's definitely yeah. a standout on there to me. Yeah, yeah, for a fact. For a oh, fact. Yeah. And like, he has so many other joints on there too. Like, yeah, that, that project might be low key a classic. Low key. Yeah. It, it got the making of it. They got a good, it got a lot of good performance tracks too. Because yeah. yeah, exactly. I've seen like from online yeah. that he's a good performer, high energy, and a lot yeah, of those tracks. I'm yeah. just going to go crazy when he could perform them. That's what I'm saying. Corona need to hurry up and get you know, <laughs> <laughs> out of here. Yeah. 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 We're going to start calling uh, Can't Wave the Real Lover Boy. Man. Got, cause, cause, oh, yeah, yeah. We got to call him the Real Lover Boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, you the worst. <laughs> That's real. No, that's real. Since nobody going to say it, for the past year and a half, people have been like, Buffalo has been buzzing. Yeah. Yeah. I say longer than a year and a half. Yeah, longer than a year and a half. Say a good two. And we noticed that Toronto is very close. Mm -hmm. And... He, Drake keeps his ear to the street and he sees stuff and he's he's giving us he's giving us our praise. Mm-hmm. And I'm just saying like Benny said him and Drake got a couple songs. He got a couple songs. It's like it's not far fetched to be like, yo, we have a wave here that's influencing some of the biggest artists. Like yeah. Drake's next next project is called Certified Lover Boy. Like that's not yeah, and it's like that's not far fetched. It's not like that's a that's a that's a nod. Like you keep work. Like that's hard, bro. Like. I think we that dope. Like, just from just from chopping up, I was uh I was I was kicking it with um with uh don't watch TV, Chewy B, mm-hmm. and we was just chopping it up, and it's like, bro, like we're not we we get caught in this mindset like that, we're not the, we see these stars, and it's like we we're we're not big enough, or, yeah, we're yeah, not big enough, people too. Like enough they to sit down and they eat, they eat lunch, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like you you're one two people away from them, like it's a we are just as important. Take take control of your art and really value it. Just like the world is going here. Like it's not like you. you we're that dope. Yeah. I feel like like we're that dope. That that's a possibility. Like you can. You don't know who you influence. Like it's a, it's in value your shit. You know? Yeah. Nah, for a fact. And that man thinking about that like because I will, I remember um came posted like this video. Of uh, like this DJ reacting to it in some in some state, and he was playing GNL, and he was like, I was like, nah, like I feel like that should be, you know, most people who listen to that track's expression. Man, like, so imagine that shit. That that shit hit. I'm I'm pretty sure he had to hear it because Westside and them they yeah, they be they be around. So like when I, Westside was listening to it. Bro, so when I was in South Africa, bro, I was playing I was playing your tracks. I'm playing Mad People from Buffalo. They like. Yo, this what this what they doing? Like, yes, bro. Like, bro, <laughs> they we 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 in Africa. Like, I'm in Africa thinking like I'm trying to hear what they come. I'm thinking gonna listen to some Afro beats, fam. They're trying to sound like us, man. And it's like that shit. That shit blew my. I'm like, oh nah, we that dope. Like, yeah, like it's yeah. Y'all should be listening to us. Cause so, we, what would you we, say? Do you think Buffalo has a distinct sound? Like, what would you say our sound is? It's the thing. The, the thing about that is like it's hard to. It's hard to say it like when you in it. It's like it's like asking a fish, you know you in the ocean. 
It's like we are Buffalo. Like whatever we create, I don't is think we that. have one distinct sound. That's my thing. Like, I like I, f- I feel like there's a couple of different flavors out there. There is because everybody in town doesn't sound like a Griselda. They have their own sound. So that's two sounds right there in itself. When I think of when I think of that Buffalo, you can identify with. When I think of Buffalo, I think of I, real talk. I think of like Who's Gang, The Shack, and it's like that. Like that vibe you get on Allen, like that Elmwood area. I think of I think of that for, let's say like a more I don't say popular culture, but it's like more current of what you see in the mainstream. I think of I think of Slime Shack, Allentown art dish, super artsy, mm-hmm. swagged out, like still hood. Yeah. And then it's like Buffalo, but Buffalo also has that darker side of the West Side Gun, the Conway, the dark. Uh, then you got people like Drake Cash, mm-hmm. uh, like K Pistol, yeah. like uh, AC Kush. Like we have, we have that street element too. Yeah. And it's like, but because Buffalo's so small, it, it's gonna have everything touches the streets at some at, at some level. But then, but then you also it's got period. yeah, and even in the R and B, you got you got Amber Simone, you got we got Miles B, Pharrell, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like we have, it's we have like a main, I don't say a mainstream sound, like something that can be super pop culture, but it's like we just don't have that that launching pad. I feel like I feel like that's the only thing stopping us from being known everywhere right and it's like and once again rest in peace DJ Shay DJ Shay was the one who made Griselda be able to like yeah. like really took that and like blew it up you know what I'm saying so it's like shoot we I feel like we got an angel looking over the city now that's really gonna take it to the next level and like that's 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 what it is yeah I, I never met DJ Shay and I that's regrettably but you know cause it's too late now but um, yeah, from everything I've been hearing, like, he just, it's just like seeing his work behind the scenes. Like, mm-hmm. two weeks ago, I would have never known that, like, he did as much as he did for the yeah. scene. Mm-hmm. But, like, seeing, seeing everybody, like, give their testimony, it's like, like, damn, like, I would have never even guessed. And it's crazy because I've seen him around a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, I've seen him here and there, mm-hmm. but just never knew to. It's, it's just crazy, but um, yeah, man. R.I.P. Love, much love, peace, yeah. and condolences to his family. Everybody hold they head for a fact. And as far as like a Buffalo sound, I don't think we have a specific sound at all. Yeah, we're very like, diverse. It's it's like yeah, you could literally like I know I know there's a whole bunch of uh, white college rappers that that be doing <laughs> the Astaroff type shit, mm-hmm. and then there's like you got the emo side. Yeah, you got like. <laughs> Yeah, you got that. Then you yeah. got like rappers that like um like a uh, YCM that be just doing everything like everything mm-hmm. in the book. And then you got niggas like Brando or me who would do like a melodic shit. I'm a little darker than Brando, but mm-hmm. like you know shit like that. Then you got like my boy Vod or K Pistol or BB the label or uh you know who be doing uh rapping rapping and then you got like niggas like uh good neighbors and uh, mm-hmm. even like people like shots or whatever they be doing rap like they they kind of got like this lazy kind of like rap if you ever listen to their music mm-hmm. uh method boys mm-hmm. them too like they mm-hmm. it'd it be hard space but bomb. lazy like space bump it's just like so many different ways we could hit the industry and we could it, take over like literally every single part of it because it's like so yo, many we're different that, we're that dope like yeah. it's, it's, we got too many dimensions yeah. dimensions so it's really hard to say like uh, one specific sound like if you're talking about west coast 
you know a West Coast specific sound. Yeah. Like, yeah. If you're talking about Atlanta, you know an Atlanta specific sound. Yeah, mm-hmm. New York yeah. City. Yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. even the New York City sound has changed now too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it has. It definitely has. And, and a lot of the people in New York City looking to us, looking to looking to Western New York now, just because because of how the success that Griselda's had mm-hmm. and Benny and everybody's had. And it's like they they know that what gets created here is it's it's New York but it hasn't been necessarily tainted by the accessibility mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and that's what makes us so unique it's like we we don't have a lot of tourists we don't people don't just like I'm yeah, I'm just pulling up to Buffalo this week just right. like it allowed it allowed us to keep our that purity in a sense like we didn't we didn't get that crazy influence from each and every other spot so that's I feel like that's what really makes us that much more marketable and it's like yo we're we're this like right. y'all ain't seen this before that's why y'all having a hard time understanding and like catching it but this is what it is and this this is what it's gonna be and y'all gonna respect it yeah so like in your music who would you say your influences are then uh okay from so, like growing up to alright we gonna start growing up then we get to like right now we said growing up like T-Pain I'm always say T-Pain that's <laughs> T-Pain, like that's, yeah. that was that's a goat rap <laughs> like so I used to growing up I used to rap rap so I was doing like I was thinking about people like uh I was really into Chicago drill scene. You had gun bars? Nah, nah. That's the only thing. Cause like I never, I never was like, like all my cousins and family was into that, but my mom and dad was like making sure like me and my brothers wasn't like was far away from that mm-hmm. that aspect of what came from it. So yeah. I never was even able. Like I was born in Central Park, but mm-hmm. I was never even able to channel that energy because I just never had it. Where? But uh, like. I was just like just the aggressive rapping like I love DMX at the time I love yeah, like stuff DMX, like that yeah. I was I was really 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 into Hobson for a minute mm-hmm. like that was one of my favorite rappers Word. so I was like <laughs> saying, yeah it was crazy but then like I started like I guess like my mindset started like getting more chill and laid back and I just started I was listening to like Nav for a while I was listening to like people like Nibu Kenza Nelson don't like Nav <laughs> I, I, he's a better producer. I could I could see that. I can see I can see why I yeah. can see why people don't like Nav. But it's just like, me personally. I, I I fuck with Nav. Yeah. So it's like like him. Uh, then like when Gunna and them started first came out, I was mm-hmm. listening to him not so much now, but um, you know just people like that. Drake when he started hopping on that, his little waves, like Drake be every once in a while I get a Drake project that I just absolutely love, mm-hmm. like, and then. That that'll be it. He'll do something that make me not like it no more. But uh, I mean, you know, it's just like certain people like that. And then of course I gotta say Timberland, cause mm-hmm. Timberland, yeah, Timbo, yeah. like with beats, Timberland always just like he just does something crazy. Like he, if you ever watch him make a beat, he'll go in the booth and be like, and then like put that on his FL Studio and just or wherever he uses and just tweak it, start going crazy with it. And then like just stuff like that just make me feel like. I don't know. It's just like, it's just like make me have another dimension of how I could attack my own music. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I go and say niggas like Ugly God, I was a big Chief Key fan too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a big Chief Key fan. Like, so like, I, I used to have arguments with people back in high school because like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, was yo, in the intro. Yeah, yeah. I was bro. Like people was like, oh, yeah, intro, love Sosa. Yeah, like because when Love Sosa came out, like it was like Don't Like came out. I was like, Nah, Cheap Key Fire, and Kobe came out balling like I'm Kobe, and uh, then it was like uh, 
what was it, Love No Thotties came out, then more people started, like, you know. <laughs> and then, like, Love Sosa, after that, I was like, nobody could say shit to me about you. About no, that's right, yeah. So, like, like who did yeah. you, uh, who, like, in your family, like, you spoke about your uncle being in music. Yeah. Where, like, what kind of music did you, did your people, did you think that the music you heard in the household influenced your sound today? Because he um, said he did gospel and stuff Because, like, my yeah. dad used to listen to gospel, too Yeah, so, my dad um, My dad was a rapper back Or a rapper and producer back in the 90s like, Okay From, like, he was doing Jack the Rapper and all that Like, and winning <laughs> Like, Where? second places and stuff So, like, he he was doing, like, more street stuff But my uncle, he was doing gospel um, He, my uncle Nate Salter He actually has, like, a music school Or, in some cases, like, he help a lot of people learn piano, singing, all that stuff. Like, so he was more classic gospel instrumentation type. Dope. Um, he actually taught me how to do keyboard, or, you know, from what I know. And, well, he taught me what I know, and then I just ran with it. Um, but, like, then you got my cousin, like, people like my cousin, Charismatic Beats, who was uh, producing for, you know, he was producing, like, regular rap beats and, and all that stuff. So I say it... It, the music I heard in the house was more so just radio 93.7 even though I wasn't allowed to I wasn't allowed to watch BET and I wasn't allowed to even listen to the radio oh shit but when yeah. I was yeah it's crazy cause like my parents they was just like oh cussing stuff and even though you can't cuss on the radio or TV they'd be like oh they this cussing music I don't like the stuff they say <laughs> yeah, that was just like my the influence yeah mm-hmm. that was just my mom my dad didn't care but my mom was like was like that but eventually she loosened up and that's just when it got crazy like I started mm-hmm. listening to Cheap Keith all that stuff <laughs> <laughs> after that point she didn't have a choice but yeah, yeah yeah cause I had headphones now you don't know what I'm listening to yeah. like but um nah so it was like stuff like that I say it influenced it to a certain aspect because at a certain point like I was it was just whatever I heard anywhere I wanted to at that point in the household it was a lot of gospel and stuff but that didn't really inspire my music and I say in any kind of way, even though I listen to it and love it, and you know it's R and B. Once you hear that song, that you know you gotta listen to it, and it, it taps in something. But it just never, I never reached back to that to get inspiration, which I probably, I probably could do more of. But yeah, it might happen eventually. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I never, you never know what tomorrow gonna bring. So we know it's gonna bring tomorrow's sound. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> worldwide. Yeah, bring. yeah, worldwide. What's some What's some stuff people can expect from uh? Tomorrow's song if you could if you can go into details. Oh yeah. Um it's just gonna be like some some energy about, you know, losing a job, some energy about having a job, some <laughs> energy about like just just random stuff, some energy about telling you what I am and who I am and where I'm gonna be. Cause mm-hmm. that's that's really what it's about. Um and just to be honest, just look for vibes, cause I'm a. I, I people say I say that too much, but just look for like different vibes. And when you're gonna listen to it, you're not gonna say, okay, I'm listening to this, cause I'm trying to get this message out of it, mm-hmm. or I'm listening to it, cause I'm trying to get that out of it. But it's just really a collection of vibes of what you're gonna be hearing later. Mm-hmm. Okay. Will I be saying certain things yet? But it's not nothing in particular, and it's not something that's so by the book. It's just a collection, a playlist of. Of just different energy I was having during the times of making it. Okay, dope. Yeah. Would you say most of it was recorded during like quarantine or? Nah, 
No. Nah, it was to be honest, it was really like some yeah, of it. Because you said it was supposed to come out last year, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So like some, I got a couple songs that I made in 2017, a couple of joints I made in 2018, like a couple of joints from 2019. Like it's just like all the songs, like it's like over 65 songs to 50 songs that I have that I was choosing from. Okay. And from there, I narrowed it down to 14. Mm-hmm. And from there, I got to narrow it back down to seven or eight. So it's just like a collection of the stuff that I felt like couldn't go here, basically. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Shit. So, so shit, like, to close it up, what would you say? Because you say you talked about, like, where you're going to be tomorrow's song, like, manifestation. Yeah. What would you say, like, your dream collab would be? Collab? Yeah. Oh, so, you can say on the produ- production side and just working together as artists, like having a feature. I've been saying this this whole time. It's, it'll be Timberland. Like, I, yeah. I love to be in a, in a joint, in a, a studio just like this and with Timberland. I'm just like, I'm kind of learning from the situation. Because I feel like when no matter where I'm at, I'm going to learn from that artist that I'm working with. Mm-hmm. So, I'm just learning, seeing, seeing different things, and even him learning from me, which would be like, uh, that's the biggest hat <laughs> off yeah, to yeah. like teach an old dog new tricks. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that—that's like that'll be dope. Um, but Timberland on production, and then I, for art, for music, I'm gonna say if I if I'm not talking about like trying to make bread off of it and just like really enjoying the vibe, mm-hmm. I'll probably say is it'll be somebody like somebody like a Nav or somebody like a. Uh, Somebody like a maybe maybe a little yachty because I could I could try to I, I want to make yeah. something crazy yeah I want last project was hard yeah, 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 three yeah, is hard yeah. I heard two tracks and I'm tight that I ain't listen to it oh, that's <laughs> you gotta bump I actually that. gonna put that in my playlist to yeah, listen you to you gotta bump that mm-hmm. yeah but um like it's just like I like doing stuff that that it just makes sense of what I'm making at the time or what I whatever like just the type of vibe I'm in and I've been in kind of like a Lately, been in like a okay, don't care really. I'm just, I'm just having fun type of moment, and that's the type of people I like to be around. So, thanks. So, yeah. Any last remarks now? Uh, nah. I feel like, I feel like we're gonna look back on this interview in a couple of years and yeah. be like, yo, see how far we came. Like, because yeah, like, yeah, because yeah, I know, yeah. I remember when I first heard your shit. I'm just like, oh shit, like. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to see where you take it, where you take tomorrow's sound and oh, everything that comes you. after that. Like I like I appreciate y'all boy, appreciate you. I mean you you really inspired me to really get like, nah, let me get back in this music because like you don't randomly meet people and talk about something for like five hours, somebody yeah, you don't five know. Hours. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So I it's like my mom for five hours. <laughs> <laughs> so nah, so yeah. I was like that really that really inspired me to even get back. I was like to get back into music and I'm just like I was like, yeah, it's it's dope. You shit, we here now. You right. know what I'm saying? So, so it's meant to be. Nah, I appreciate. I appreciate just y'all having me up here. Nah, we like, definitely appreciate you for pulling yeah, up. Nah, I, I did been telling uh, Nelson. I'm like, I I've seen the uh, podcast. I'm like, so y'all doing interviews? Or something? <laughs> <laughs> y'all doing interviews? <laughs> I, I, I think I like a couple months ago. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. You asked me if I was down. I was like, hell yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm down. Like, and then initially I thought I wasn't gonna be able to come because of this whole baby shower thing that was going on. But mm-hmm. I mean, they ended up canceling. 
canceling that. So I'm like, shit, it's lit. Even if they was going, wasn't canceling that. I talked to my girl. I was like, uh, uh, I think I'm going to go to this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see you later. You got the yeah, way I, I'll see you after. But, nah, for real. Good looking, yeah. bro. We appreciate you. Uh, Nah, definitely Tomorrow Worldwide Tomorrow yeah, made yeah. it fucking happen yes, We sir. already know No label yeah, combos We out Peace Alright oh,